0: Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help. P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S.help. We encourage you to speak up, Take care and spread the word. Thank you.
1: Two Explorers Wanted, we are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn.
2: My car is officially a gold digger, just saying.
0: Samson Davis. Uh, yeah, (laughs) that's all I got. And I guess Stace Babcock.
2: (laughs) Is it because of gas prices, Alex? No, it knows when I get paid and that's when it breaks down. (laughs) You just can't get enough of the shop. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing to it in the shop, but my car's addicted, questioning the mechanics, and keep your fingers out of the exhaust pipe.
1: Oh, you know what they're doing to it.
2: God, this is monster camp all over again, isn't it?
1: <laughs> Wasn't there recently, like, some sort of horror movie about horror sci-fi, like, art film out of Europe that was about where a woman fucked a car and got pregnant with it or something like that? What? I
2: feel like you watched that My Strange Addiction episode, but there was no pregnancy. What was the addiction? To their car. Like, they were sexually attracted to their car. I wouldn't call that an addiction. I would just call that, you know, a preference.
0: Mm-hmm. What kind of car was
2: it? It was an average car. It was like an Impala or something.
0: Low standards.
1: Yeah,
2: I was just like...
0: It's about its personality.
2: I guess big machine, little machine. What's the difference, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of things that you could be attracted to, diehard dice.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <There you laughs> well done. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Diehard Dice has so many beautiful sets, acrylic, metal, and then other goodies as well. It's not just dice there, but mostly that the good stuff is dice. And if you want a sexy set of your own, head on over there. It's a great company to support, and buying from there and using our Dice affiliate code supports us as well. So you're getting high quality hot dice, supporting good business, supporting us, and you can do all that by using Explorers One at checkout and get ten percent off your order of sexy sexy dice thank you for listening goodbye
2: like the pop-up ad you know hot single dice in your area
0: <laughs> just get a handful of them just grip it <laughs> yeah. there's hot single dice
1: in your area but you can also get them as a group oh
3: <laughs> that's why they call it polyhedral
0: <laughs> so who remembers what happened last time i'm gonna pick on sam oh shit Last time, after just recruiting Clemuel, Snicks returns to the shop, and Dilly, while we're kind of talking about what to do next, Dilly hears a little exchange happening in the back of his head between Aster and the Relentless Reaper brother that we recently encountered, relatively recently. After some talks, starting to realize that Aster possibly cares in whatever sense that means for someone in their position, and feels that they're quote wrong. Don't know. Talk a little bit. Nyx writes up info bounty for Minos and basically nails the role saying that is from the travelers. We have our best bit to date where we just make a bunch of paper copies. <laughs> 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 and we also get a bunch of Nido ciphers. Oh yeah. Chacha also checks out a box they got from Satal, which was the merchant guy
2: oh, we met yeah. around the time
0: we met Dale, and finds that the criminal Fucking juggling artifacts that she has.
2: It's pretty sweet.
0: Does all right. It like distracts people, right? Like basically gives an asset on like distracting them and keeping them focused on her. Yeah. She can use it to choose an opponent, distract them, and hinder them in the
1: combat for as long as she's
0: juggling with them. Hell yeah. And yeah, maybe that's our, just our strategy. Dilly and Chacha just like locking everybody down while Nyx just goes in, fucking whales on them.
3: CC, underrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh, so anyway. After all that, we put up posters around town as we're heading out. <laughs> Very good stealth rolls, I remember. We had some really good stealth rolls getting out of town. To my chagrin. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're not. <laughs> Along the way, I don't remember was it Clemywolf who told us all this? He told us that there are like three rooms in High Man's View. There's the Grey's Room, Orlane, and Volink, Volink. I don't know the pronunciation on it. Volink. We also learned that the agents and stone burners are in Bodrov to some degree.
3: Dope ass engineer gangsters.
0: Yeah, and then the agents being like the the third third to uh, the handlers and the Nixos Our original portion of the dialogue. All that. So we start traveling to Bodrov, and then I think the first night on our way during watch, Ray. <laughs> 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 I remember. I'm remembering what happened now. <laughs> Race had to go potty and Nick's <laughs>
3: oh, yeah.
0: stood nearby. Not watching, but like <laughs> just
3: st- More like waiting.
0: Stood close enough to help if things happened. <laughs> and something did happen. Race found, I think, in a clearing, like a small organ, some sort of pancreas.
3: Largest pancreas is what I had. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's where we ended that on, with Race and Nix just having a moment.
3: And a pile of shit.
0: <laughs> His name is Race. Come on. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: so cruel. So
1: cruel. You,
3: Daniel, you just create such vivid characters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, Race has just pointed out to you, Nix, this largish pancreas lying on the grass and leaves.
3: So, in the return of Detective Nix, <laughs> is there any other sort of like viscera? <laughs> Like, or is it like on a clean bed of leaves? Like,
1: So there is definitely like blood around it. Like it was bloody and was deposited there, but there's no other organs and there doesn't appear to be any kind of like blood trail leading in any particular direction. It just seems to be for whatever reason, a bloody pancreas just sitting on the ground here.
3: Next I'll turn to race. Hey, uh, just back up a little bit and just be ready to like run and wake up the others in case shit goes down. Other shit goes down. Not like the shit that already went down, but like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, okay.
3: And Nyx will crouch and like extend a hand and hold it, not touching, over the pancreas and try to see how warm it is.
1: Mm. It's colder than what a body's would be, but it's warmer than it should be if it's been sitting out here for a while. Like it's almost like it's been deposited here very recently. Okay. Is that a
0: dark thought? But
3: continue. So, Nyx will stand up and tell Race, go wake up Dilly, quietly, all right?
1: Quietly, okay.
3: And ask him to come here, will ya?
1: Okay. And Race takes a step back to the camp, steps on a stick, and it breaks. <laughs> Says, oop, sorry. And then he takes a couple of other steps, and... You hear him go, ow, and, like, a stone gets kicked off under the underbrush.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. And then he slips back to camp. So what is Nyx doing while he's going back to camp?
3: Waiting. So Nyx's intention here is to attempt to, like, see if there are any tracks or a blood trail. But she wanted Race to wake Dilly up quietly because cha is not known for her stealth. And honestly... Clemnewell's kind of a talker when you get her going.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's come a long way from the last time you guys saw her.
3: Oh, so I would rather have her be talking than... Mm-hmm. Nick's also not sure how sober she is. That's
1: a fair question. It's not that far away from camp because he was just going out to go to the bathroom. It wasn't, like, a huge distance away. Just enough for some pretend privacy. Mm-hmm. So, Dilly, you feel somebody jostling you gently.
0: I didn't do it. Dilly? What Dilly what uh what Nix Nick, Nix wants you to come see her All right. okay, Dilly kind of turtle rolls and then gets up and where is she this
1: way, and he kind of points off to a path through the trees, which incidentally dilly because you've been there and you guys have been camping for the night, like you know is sort of like the area you guys had designated to as like
0: that's the bathroom zone so.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, watch your step,
0: gotcha, okay, <laughs> still half asleep, he kind of guess tries to kind of go around it, but also just doesn't really care. Okay, yeah. You're a high enough tier now. I'm not going to make you roll about stepping into, you know, waste. I think you can avoid it. <laughs> I imagine Astro also puts up like some red exclamation marks kind of along the way and Dilly kind of like, mm. Actually, that's not the kind of thing Astra would care about. Oh, Astro would not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then however he gets, yeah, Dilly walks there. Dilly gets
2: to. Okay.
1: Yeah, no problem. So, Nyx, so you can see Dilly approaching. Race is a little bit behind him. Race does trip at some point and, like, fall into a bush, but then he kind of pulls himself out, continues following.
0: Okay.
1: Are you okay, Race? Yeah, just stupid thorns. Yeah, horns.
3: Hey, Nick, what's up? Hey. So, Daniel, visually, like, does it have its connectors?
1: It does look very clean. I don't think you even need to roll an intellect to know that, like, whatever removed this did it very carefully. Nothing's torn nothing like that it's very neat with your tracking skill and things like that give me nine intellect with your tracking 14 okay you do not see anything that looks out of the ordinary here i mean you can definitely see your tracks racist tracks when he found this thing and and when he came up with you before you can see some animal tracks but nothing recent otherwise there doesn't appear to be any other blood trail or other tracks here
3: Okay, so once Dilly and Race get there, Nix will say, Thank you, uh, Race. Do you mind heading back to camp and keeping watch over uh, Clemuel and, and Cha-Cha while we fuck around with this?
1: Oh, right. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to be doing anyway, right? I'll get on that. And so he starts wandering off, once again stubbing his toe, this time on a tree root. And you can go, Ow! Watch out for the Bjorks.
3: What's up? What's up, Nick's? Uh, So we have some sort of Oregon here, Dilly, You see, like, there's some blood, but no tracks. It's, like, very clean-cut. It is still warm, but, like, not, like, super fresh.
0: Hold on. I think I'm still asleep. What? There's an organ here? And...
3: Yeah, it's right there. And you can see in the dark, Dilly, so I was hoping that you could, like, look at it. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, I can see that. Looking around, is there any tracks in the dark places, any splatters of blood anywhere that pop out? No.
3: Huh. Yeah, so I'm, like, thinking, like... Psychic surgery, or like it fell out of the sky, or it teleported here. Yeah, that's weird. It teleported here. Oh, Nix lifts up her shirt, <laughs> 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 looks um, at her pancreas. Well,
0: wow. not looks at her rib cage. Not you, Nix. You know how your mom kind of teleports nearby to you a lot. What if what if it's advancing and now it's kind of not the whole anymore? It's just a thought. I don't know. uh, Did you sniff it? Can can you tell if it's, like, (laughs) yours? Do you you know the smell of your mom's pancreas? (laughs) Is that a weird question? I don't know.
3: Well, Dilly, I was, like, debating whether or not to, like, smell it or lick it. So, yeah, hang on.
0: Uh, Maybe smell it. Maybe smell it.
3: (laughs) So, Nixle, like, kind of under, like, whatever foliage or brush, like, it's on top of. We'll pick it up and then mm-hmm. give it a good old sniff. Does it smell like motherly love?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it smells like an organ. It smells like meat. As Dilly looks around, Aster isn't clocking anything that he would think worth mentioning. All
2: right. Isn't losing your pancreas, this is Stace, like a death sentence? Mm, it makes insulin, but like, you can technically survive without it. You're just diabetic. Really? I mean, that's kind of what happens with certain forms of diabetes. Your pancreas doesn't function as well, so you get the diabetes, which might be a death sentence in the ninth world. Oh, my God. Dilly, I just had an idea.
0: Yeah, what's up?
3: What if we had race scan me and then scan the pancreas? And then he'll probably, like, collapse in a faint. But if I'm holding it, can you, like, scan us both at the same time?
0: You wouldn't know if it was yours. Like, you would have felt it. And lifts lift up his shirt showing Chacha's embroidery on his abdomen.
3: Wait, was it Samson talking mm-hmm. when you were like, hey, it might be your mom's pancreas?
0: Uh, no, that was Dilly saying.
3: Yeah, but like, I came from my mom, so, you know, similarities.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe.
3: But no, Race found it. He was uh, relieving himself over here and spotted it. So, I, I don't know. Like, it kind of just, like, appeared here.
0: Okay. Second option, it's just the pancreas. It's just... Like, it's weird, but it's not impossible that a pancreas is just here. Like, some earlier travelers just had a bad time and then left a the pancreas.
3: It's warmish, Dilly, but, uh, yeah. And honestly, you know, could be a snack, but I'm not about to eat my mom's pancreas, you know? That's, like, feels weird, man.
0: I it Yeah, very weird.
3: Yo, race. Nick says as they walk back. Or she walks back. Dilly can do what he wants. Yeah? I need you to be, like, perfectly honest with me, Race, because we kind of have a rule around here, and that is don't put yourself in the dirt trying to do shit. Well, (laughs) try to avoid that anyways, so.
0: (laughs) Dilly gives Nicks an eyebrow, like, what?
3: (laughs) I'm saying, like, I don't want you to collapse from strain, so do you feel up to, like, a couple scans? Be honest, Race, please.
1: Yeah, I think so, I think I'm feeling okay.
3: All right. So for your scan, do you think you could like scan this pancreas and scan me at the same time and see if we're like similar? The theory Dilly has here is that like, this is my mom's pancreas.
1: Oh, oh, shit. Well, I don't know if a scan will tell me that, but it might help me figure out if there's anything else special about it.
3: Oh, yeah. So let's start with scanning the pancreas then and then.
1: All right. Could you set it there? It'll take me about 10 minutes. I don't I assume you don't want to keep holding it unless you have to.
3: Nick's will set it down. Next is going to hover, make sure Race doesn't fall on his ass.
1: So Race concentrates, and you can see, like, sweat start to beat on his brow. And it takes about, once again, like 10 minutes of that. And you can see his body, like, shaking a little bit. But then he stops, and that glow in the wiring in his skin fades a little bit. And he says, well, I can't find anything super unusual About this, except I can tell you for sure it's human.
3: Do you think it's safe to eat or? Mix, come on!
1: (laughs) It doesn't seem to be poisoned or anything like that. I don't see anything toxic.
3: Should we dissect it?
1: I mean, we can if you want. Um, My scan doesn't pick up anything abnormal about it, except for the fact that it's here and not inside of someone.
3: I guess, like we could have Chacha dissect it in the morning. She, uh, she's familiar,
1: right? Okay. That sounds cool. Cool, cool, cool.
3: Race, did you hear anything or
0: see anything? Like flashes of light, weird noises when uh, you noticed this uh, thing majig?
1: No, I was uh, finishing up my business and I was just at a slightly different angle
0: and that's how I spotted it. Okay. And I guess De will think back on his watch. Was there any flash, any anything? No. Mm-mm. And next, during your watch with Cha Cha, nothing popped in the corner of your eye you didn't see a flash, or noise or anything
3: but it passed without incident right Daniel mm-hmm. uh no
0: mm-hmm. well I
3: don't know again maybe it's just a pancreas yeah sometimes a pancreas is uh
0: just a pancreas cool alright now they're in agreement I'm gonna uh go back to bed okay wake me up and find another one
1: <laughs> <laughs> until it goes to bed yeah it's the next morning you guys wake up are you guys leaving the pancreas behind or what are you doing
3: Yo, Cha-Cha, you got a second and a sharp knife? I mean, always for you, Nix. Always. (laughs) So, uh, we found this fucking pancreas out in the woods. Is it human or other? Human. Ray scanned it, says it's human. And, uh, Dilly's working theory? Well, I mean, maybe an idea more like that Dilly had was that it might be... My mom's from, like... Her transportation thing going like way wrong, which I'll admit to like a certain level of concern and anxiety regarding that, and also the fact that we're going to F- bow when she's in key. But you know, you know, I'll be all right. But maybe we should cut it open just to see. I don't think there's like a possibility of putting it back at any point, right? Do you? Like it's gonna rot by then, right? What,
2: would ChaCha be able to tell that? Like,
1: I think ChaCha would know that. Like, yeah, it would it would probably rot by then. If this is a human organ, it's not going to last that long, especially considering that you guys are...
2: Outdoors. You guys don't really
1: have any way to, like, refrigerate it or anything like that.
2: Yeah, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere, too. And we don't have any more stasis, mm-hmm. whatever's. Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck. hmm it's morning, so it's probably, like, kind of yeah. dry and tacky by now. Yeah. Yeah. So you
2: didn't even want to eat it?
3: No, I kind of did want to eat it, Chasha, but, like... I don't know. Like, it was tempting because it sort of smelled good. But also, would you eat a random pancreas that you
2: found in the woods? Chacha kind of looks side to side like, uh. <laughs> no, never. But who, who would do that?
0: While Dilly's striking camp in the background, he just kind of, like, looks at Chacha like, did you? Did you do that?
3: <laughs> this, uh, this pancreas also might be related to me, Chacha, and that's just, like, too far.
2: I I guess I could see that aspect where it'd be weird to eat your family member's organ.
3: Yeah. Like if I ran into my mom again and be like, yo, found your pancreas, but like ate it. Mm, I don't think I could do it, Chacha.
2: But I mean, it's not like you went in there, just like ripped it out and like, hey, this is your pancreas. I'm going to just have a little snack. And Chacha does like a wink and finger guns. Yeah, it's not even warm
3: anymore, Chacha, and I sort of also draw the line at, like, cold pancreas. No, no, that's fair.
2: But, like, we could we could reheat it,
3: make some sandwiches. I think that, like, we should maybe just dissect it in, like, science or whatever. What,
0: what are you hoping to find with the dissection?
2: The age, any sort of diseases we need to worry about. Looking for fucking clues, Dilly. What do we have to lose, man?
3: Chacha learned something about the, like, internal structure of a pancreas. We see if there's a note inside or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Or the like,
0: lucky numbers are two, six, ooh, thirteen.
2: Like we could just see if it has like diseases or maybe get an estimate of the age of the person when the pancreas fell out. Yeah. Maybe the situation we're dealing with is somebody got eaten and the only thing they didn't want to eat was the pancreas, because they're very particular. Like the crust, of, <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of an uncrustable. They, they- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: See, I would think it'd be the intestines that—that's what you want to like kind of set aside. Everything else should be fine.
2: And what about the bowels?
0: That those two.
2: Because I mean, the intestines you could like use as casings
0: after you wash them out. Like, yeah, like, basically, you or don't
2: before. Be-
3: you know. Get That's that, you know, nice shit, okay. gaming. Not very sophisticated. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean,
0: our other option is, um... cha you sometimes see weird shit. Maybe, you, can you see into the horror-verse and...
2: See if anybody's like, yo, I left you this pancreas?
0: Yeah, see if there's like a body on, in the Upside Down or whatever you look into.
2: ChaCha kind of looks at daily like, what? Well, I don't know what the fuck you look... I, it fucking, what, what...
0: Horror... Fishing? what do you you call seeing what you see?
2: That just kind of looks like, okay. But then she does it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There doesn't
1: seem to be anything clustered around the pancreas, although at the edge of the clearing that you guys have been camping in, you can see a few smaller horrors that look kind of like, they're not cartoonish, but they have that same sort of shape as if you imagine like a cartoon frog.
0: Ah,
1: legs, And they're kind of like doing these like weird, like little hoppy cartwheels.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Along the edge of the clearing, what was that fucking frog? Looney Tunes.
2: Oh yeah, that dance. I'm not sure if he had an official name.
0: No, he definitely did. He does. He
1: does. Oh
2: Jesus. Anyway, yeah, no, no one's claiming this. It's just a uh, Oregon from the sky.
1: Michigan J Frog, by the way, is his name.
2: Michigan, like the state.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: The great state of Michigan. Anyway, Chad's gonna dissect this pancreas. And kind of leave it in sandwich-sized chunks?
1: (laughs) As you're cutting it apart, give me a healing roll of 12, so it's a 9 for you.
2: I'm specialized.
1: Oh, so it's a 6 for you instead.
2: I got a 16.
1: Okay. It appears to be, as near as you can tell, healthy. Sort of like what Race was saying earlier. Like, with the exception of the fact that it's not in somebody right now, it appears like it was a perfectly healthy pancreas. And similar to what Nick's noticed, you notice that like all the sort of like connective tissue has been very cleanly parted. It's hard to imagine a knife that could have done that so cleanly, almost like neatly. So it's not just that it was like a clean cut, like it's very neat. It is like literally trying to make sure that it looks like it was done in such a way that it was just the pancreas and nothing else.
2: Okay. Callback How do I compare this to the Dilly organ situation? Was it equally neatly done?
1: Yes, but the like, there wasn't anything ragged, but there wasn't as much care about the connectors of the organ or anything like that. So, Dilly had like loose veins and things like that.
2: Yeah, and the little catheter thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with this pancreas. You could have totally eaten it next. Did your mom have any underlying health conditions? Because if she did, this is definitely not her pancreas. And you could have eaten it while it was fresh. How old is it,
3: uh, or the human, Chacha? Did you uh,
2: determine that?
3: Yeah, count the rings.
1: <laughs> I don't know if there's really an easy way for Chacha. Touch- I mean, it's definitely not like, because it's so healthy, it doesn't indicate any sort of like advanced age or anything like that. I
2: mean, I would assume that this person was, you know, your average mid-age person, like not somebody of advanced age. I'm not saying your mom's old, Nix. I'm just saying they were probably younger than your mom, maybe your age.
0: Or it's just the
1: pancreas. Clemules chimes in like, So, this is getting, um, really uncomfortable. Should we maybe get moving along?
2: I mean, do you want a piece of this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No. It's just a little dried out. You can, like, totally just, like, put it over the fire real quick.
1: No, I'm fine. And she takes a small swig
3: from a
0: flask.
2: Yeah, you're fine. All right, guys. So, uh, you know all that cardio that we've
3: been doing? No. Yeah? I think it's time to, uh... To use it because we got, like, a lot of shit to do. So, long days,
2: walking. Chacha is packing up the pancreas. Nix is pretending not to see that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just wrapping it in a kerchief to put on a bindle, mm-hmm. essentially.
2: Sneaks a little piece to Hubert the First.
1: Hubert the First kind of recoils. Hubert the First doesn't like meat.
2: I was saying mice eat meat. Um, I feel like they're omnivores because they eat anything.
1: They're omnivores, but he's not really interested in this. We're gonna leave, right? We leave. Yeah. So uh, let's let's get going. This club, you have, and racist. I mean, like, I think clemio has got a point. Like, I'm getting more uncomfortable the longer we spend around this thing because it's kind of weird, and we sort of have to find the auditors.
3: Nick's is ready. Nick said we are. Good. We need to start taking some long days and cut some travel time down. So she's got like her pack on. She's doing like some dynamic stretching loosening up the hips. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you guys continue on your journey. The day is relatively uneventful. You know, uh, you, you guys said you were pushing for a really long one, right? Yep.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you can see the mesa in the far distance, like, but it's just sort of like a tiny shadow of a pinprick on the horizon. And uh, you guys going to do watches again?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we live life dangerously, but not that dangerous.
0: How are you going to do watches this time?
2: And Chacha will do first watch. Uh,
0: Dilly will do second watch.
3: And Nyx will do third.
0: Okay. And Dilly's keeping a very careful eye out for any surprise organs. Okay, cool. So you guys go
1: about your, your evening routine. You know, you guys eat, you settle in for the night, and uh, Chacha, your watch passes without incident. Sweet. Dilly, your watch passes without incident. Dun, dun, dun. God damn it. Nyx.
2: <laughs> it's the imp's Fuck.
1: Your watch passes without incident. Okay. But I would like you to make a perception roll of 15.
3: Oh, we've been resting a fuck ton. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. If you don't mind, I will do my recovery rolls, which I should have did the first night, but... All right. 15, so I'll spend two levels of intellect effort. Okay,
1: so it's a nine. Eleven. You smell raw meat on the wind.
3: No, yeah, so Nick will yell. She'll say, uh, wake up, and then sprint as fast as she can in the direction of that fucking meat smell. I don't
0: think Dilly wakes up. Okay.
3: <laughs> Nick throws her uh, field emitter. Yeah. No, we're just
1: kidding. <laughs>
3: Hopefully wake up. Just
1: wake up by vomiting.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dilly dies Jimmy
1: Hendrix. Uh, holy shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh. So, next, it doesn't take you far from camp. Again, it is over by the bathroom area that you guys have designated for this camp. But this time, what you find is like a little spleen almost.
3: It was a large pancreas and this is a little spleen.
1: Mhm. I mean not action figure size, but you know. <laughs>
3: And nothing else.
1: Nothing else. Same pattern as before. It's warmish. It's bloody. It's got some blood splattered around it, but no trail. I would say that it's probably a little cooler than the last one you found, marginally. Mm. I mean, you said wake up, and it's only a moment. It's like you hear some like crashing through the underbrush, and race catches up to you. What's what's wrong?
3: We got another organ near the uh, fucking poop piles, race. Yeah.
1: Oh God.
3: Yo, like, this is, this is, like, some weird shit. And, like, I've seen some weird shit. I've seen your weird shit. But this is something else.
1: Listen, I, I, my, my tummy was un- upset. I
0: couldn't control it. Target fiber in the ninth world.
3: Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is up there. You know? You got any ideas? You're smart. You went to school. You went to college.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't think of any, like, creatures or anything that does this. And... I don't see any Numenera around in these spots, so I don't know what's happening.
3: So we know, one, that it is, like, following us somehow, and that, two, they appear near human waste.
1: Okay. Well, how long do we think it's it's been here? I mean, who, who all went to the bathroom out here last night?
3: Uh, well, I did.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> me too, but...
3: Nick says, like, a quick count of poop piles. Do we not build a fucking trench?
1: <laughs> I don't know you guys tell me.
3: Yeah, we dig a trench. <laughs> we thought about it. <laughs> um so Nyx looks in the trench and she's like, one, two, three. Did 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 <laughs> did uh <laughs> did Dilly, Dilly or Chacha <laughs> take a shit? I assume urination had I, to occur. Probably,
0: if it helps with this portion of the story, yes, Dilly poops in the trench for these four days to Bodruff.
1: I, for a second, I don't know why. I, th- I thought you were going to say Dilly Poops in the Trench for fun and profit.
3: <laughs> I think everybody did, uh, Race.
1: Well, did I guess, does anybody remember, like, seeing it here before? I mean, I assume somebody would tell us if it was there, but, like, does anybody remember this spot being empty? Maybe we could figure out when it
3: happened. Oh, I got you, Race. I thought you were implying that, like, somebody shit out their own spleen. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, whoa, okay, that's Mm -hmm. fucked up. That's not a judgment on you. I mean, crazier stuff has happened, but...
3: Did Nick see anything when she... Well, she must not have, right? She smelled the meat on the wind.
1: Yeah, you smelled the meat on the wind, so definitely you you never saw anything while you were out there.
3: (laughs) Which which means that we keep putting the fucking trench upwind. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: here's the thing, Nick, you think... Based off of the perception rule that alerted you to the detection of this, you suspect if it was there while you were over there doing your business, you would have smelled it because you would have been close to it.
3: Yeah, I didn't notice it, race, and, like, I can smell it. I smelled it from over there, so.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, do you want me to scan it?
3: Are you good to scan? Yeah. All right, yeah. Of course I am. No, race. (laughs)
1: So he kind of crouches down and starts scanning. Again, you see like sweat beating on his brow. There is a tiny trickle of blood at his nose that he kind of wipes away with a hand as he stands back up 10 minutes later and says, well, it's human and it's healthy again.
3: Is it the uh, same human?
1: I don't really have a way of telling that from the scan.
3: Wow, what a fucking mystery. (laughs) Next Next we'll pick up a leaf or whatever or rack. Or a branch that has blood on it, and give it a little, give it a little lick.
1: Mm-hmm. Tastes like blood.
3: I don't like this race. This is disconcerting. Yeah, me either. I- <laughs> Have you uh, ever heard of disembodied organs? Or
1: yeah, I heard about like there are some Numenera that can sometimes do that, but there's usually an installation nearby, and you know. Only an idiot would, like, wander through one of those.
2: (laughs) Oh,
3: you don't think that, like, one of us could have left our organs behind when Cha-Cha transported us to, uh, Shalmas, and now they're just, like, just now getting here?
1: Oh, like, they're catching up to us? Yeah. Well, I feel like if we were missing organs, we would notice. Like, we would feel really ill, and everybody seems pretty healthy. Or at least the same level of healthy as they were before, and he kind of, like, glances in the direction.
3: <laughs> What's the <laughs> cooldown on your scan, Race?
1: I mean, I can do it whenever I want every ten minutes. It's just, I can, when do you want me to do it again? When do you want me to scan next?
3: You cannot do it whenever you want every ten minutes, Race. Not without passing out.
1: I'm sure I can. It's just, you know, some things are harder to look at than others. It's hard to tell until I do it.
3: I just like really want to emphasize to you that passing out is bad for you.
1: Yeah, I mean for sure, I I know that, but you know, I I want to contribute, and you know, mechanically, it's not like it costs me intellect points anymore. I have free levels of <laughs> <for> that.
3: <laughs> I get that it is easy for you to do race, like in theory, but take care of your body. You know, you're, I mean, might be old someday, and
1: uh... I know, I know. But you know, I'm, it's an old habit of mine. I fall in this habit of like just sort of wanting to think of myself as just a mind. So sometimes it's hard to take care of my body.
3: Yeah. No. I. Well, sometimes I think of myself as a body mostly all the time. But uh, listen, you contribute in other ways, Ray. One, like you're you are smart. You studied that like impressive bullshit at school. You know, like a fuck ton about Numenera. Uh you've improved your abilities and you stick with the group and you, you contribute in a lot of different ways. So I don't necessarily feel like you need to prove yourself to us. Like you're already a guardian. You're already on the team. So
1: Right. Do you want me to move this mystery to the my focus? Like I could do that. I mean, right now I've been focusing on the uh, dilly Astro dilemma, but if you want, I could shift the priority of my focus to this.
3: Yeah, I would say like, so long as this continues, I think we could like reevaluate that on like sort of an ongoing basis. I feel like our priorities might change kind of a lot. Sure,
1: that sounds good. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll check in with you about that. You know, this is um, I don't know if I should say this, but this is pretty cool, Nick. I mean, the like when the Proctors first told me, like, I mean, they they kind of made it sound like Dilly was in charge, but I'm um, I'm enjoying your approach. <laughs> and then he uh, heads back to the camp. <sighs>
3: I mean, Nix isn't offended by that. She's aware. <laughs> <laughs> Nix will bring the organ back like a freaking strange offering and
1: <laughs> just drop it in front of Cha Cha and go,
3: Mew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please show us mercy and benevolence. Oh, tiny one. <laughs> uh, Eat it. Nix probably will just simply dispose of it. Into the uh fire.
1: Ooh, okay. So it burns to ash. I almost said something fucked up like it shrieks as it burns, but no it doesn't. It's just a normal spleen. Oh We're god, <laughs> another
3: clue. Okay,
1: so you guys are heading on?
3: Yep. And as they start walking, Nix is like, found a spleen last night. What? Why'd you wake us up? Why would I? Like, same shit. Race scanned it. Human. Healthy. No blood. Okay. Race is uh analyzing the uh problem. So you know but i will say they seem to be appearing near the the trench for some reason two nights in a row huh
0: okay was there was there blood in anybody's stool
3: Nick's f- stared pretty hard at the fucking poop trying to decide how many discreet instances it's it's of poop there <laughs> were so was there any blood
2: <laughs> was there casual blood in the poop on one pile just their normal amount though
3: was it bright red or like dark dark and grainy? Was it a hemorrhoid or was it internal bleeding?
1: We get out their poop charts.
2: Everyone, join us.
1: When you saw it, it had dried, so it wasn't necessarily like
2: <laughs> Nix got down like on her hands and knees, just like looking in the trench. <laughs> oh no, it's just in there, like
0: flicking out her forked tongue. <laughs> I feel like Nix's senses are like fucking sharp enough that she doesn't. Have, she just has to get down on like one knee, like a private investigator. Like mm, yes,
3: yes, yes.
1: Not like the Key and Peel sex detective sketch. What? <laughs> the detective that can only solve crimes by uh, masturbating at the crime scene. You ever see that?
2: Damn it, you're going to have to no, send me this link.
3: link. Please. You know the best Key and Peel sketches.
1: Yeah, so the, you did find one bit of bloody stool, but it was dry. It wasn't like it was like the blood was fresh or anything like that. And it wasn't like a massive amount of blood. And Nix is not a nurse.
3: Yeah, so I suspect it was from the lower end. <laughs> no, i <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one was sort of bloody. Just a little.
1: Oh, that that was probably me, Columbia says. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Been like that for a while.
2: You should see a doctor. Like, that's not really normal. Could be...
1: You think I'm gonna go to some country quack? No, I'm gonna wait till I can find a doc.
2: Uh,
3: Chasha, aren't you kind of, like, trained? In butts? In medicine, Chasha.
2: But yeah, also, like, butts, I guess. I don't know, like, I... I don't just, you know, casually do butt stuff with everybody. Well, it wouldn't be casual, Cha-Cha. It'd
3: be pretty formal, I would think.
0: Yeah, in the woods. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's an exchanging of scrolls.
2: <laughs> I mean, what would I even charge for butt stuff? You know, I'm sure there's like a doctor in Bodrav. A doc, excuse me,
3: a doc. You charge it to her tab. Why not? Should we even like charge for medical care? That just seems sort of obscene.
1: Guys, guys, I'm fine. And honestly, I, I I really don't want to pay for my care with Guardian funds. I'm fine. I'm used to it now.
2: You sh- yeah. <laughs> if it gets worse, tell us. Because then I will, I will look at your butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: She takes a swig from her flask and says, should we get started?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, quick
0: question. Do you, you drink water too, right? I mean, yeah. Who doesn't? All right.
1: So you guys are traveling... Once again, pretty simple. I forget, are you guys going to try to follow the trade roads as best as possible, or are you trying to go, like, off the beaten path, just so I know? I mean, the trade route will be the most reliable, quickest path, but I want to double-check that that's what you're doing. I mean, I guess Nyx and Chacho would be the knowledgeable ones there. Well, neither
0: one of them have done this far west, so...
3: Nyx is prioritizing speed.
0: So, yeah, maybe take the trade roads when we're pretty sure we're alone, and then if we... Mm-hmm see somebody or feel uncomfortable with something coming up we go stealthy
3: disguises
0: disguises absolutely when applicable Mm -hmm. okay perfect so yeah you guys
1: are following the trade road and you get to the point where once again you can see bodrov off in the distance it's huge now dilly you've been to bodrov one time before with master astus but you know from experience even though it looks big you know that like it's actually a little bit misleading to the senses because it's so large people tend to think it's closer than it is you know even without like thinking about the map and mileage and things like that
0: that you're probably still a day away even though it looks much closer Mm -hmm. and is it taller than it is wide or wider than it is tall it's taller than it is wide okay and then the top of it is it all city or is there like a little bit of like kind of wilderness around the edges and then city in the center the city is built up right to the edge of the mesa. Okay.
1: Or at least the city walls are. Gotcha. Since we're kind of basing all this stuff you know about Bogorov off of that natural 20, there's a little bit of space around the edges of the walls, but it's really just there to help like people who are doing maintenance on the walls, like if they have to get outside.
0: And have to like, be practical, stuff like that.
1: To be practical, but not to be accommodating. Like, let's say some enemy had, was trying to do a siege and could somehow solve right. the height problem. It's designed to, like, not make it easy for people to do anything coordinated against the walls.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> maybe third day. Every now and then when the mesa kind of, like, comes into view, Dilly's kind of like, yeah, so that's all city up top. You know that? Like, it's just all city. Like, almost to, like, there's, like, a little bit of space, obviously, but, like, yeah,
1: just a whole city up there. And Dilly, in terms of architecture, from what you remember, while Baudrillard doesn't have, like, the various eras of styles and sort of classic architecture of Charmand Bodruv, because it was a very planned city all the architecture at least from when you were there last is very similar it's all of the same design and it involved you know some of the at the time like latest knowledge of building there I mean some things might change and things like that but as of its time it was a bit of a engineering marvel
0: a few hours later, again, when everyone's just kind of, like, quietly walking. So yeah, did you guys know, um, it's, uh, it's actually a relatively new city. Like, it's not built on top of, like, well, I mean, it's built on top of Mesa, but, like, it's not built on top of, like, an older city, like Shalmis or, like, Navarine kind of is. It's, like, relatively new. Like, I can't quite remember, but, like, it was a, a gift to the Queen, I think, who, like, fucking hated it. But
3: Oh, yeah, never been here, the
0: Queen, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool city. Pretty cool that they were able to do this, that humans were able to do this without... A lot of ciphers, a lot of Numenera stuff, you know?
3: How do you know that they uh, didn't use Numenera stuff, Dilly?
0: Oh, I'm sure they did, like, to get stuff up there, but, like, they didn't, like, build out of it. Like, you know how, like, uh, Charmand is, like, it's like, those four fortresses that, like, kind of have those power generators or whatever, but those were there kind of before humans came.
3: Oh, you're saying... Okay, yeah. Human ingenuity up there.
1: Yeah. Dilly, one thing that occurs to you now is that you guys are currently walking through planes, and now that you think about it, as you're looking at a landscape, you don't see any quarries anywhere nearby Bogrov in the distance. And as you think about that, you realize it's utterly unclear to you how they got the materials up there to build the city in the first place in any sort of efficient way.
0: I think realizing that, Dilly starts thinking of like kind of the different ciphers and artifacts that if he hasn't seen, he's at least like read about or heard of that kind of teleports material or maybe a also kind of has the idea of like a shaping kind of thing like maybe like the material wasn't was already up there so to speak and they just kind of carved the city out of it Mm. stuff like that so that's two kind of separate domains of knowledge one
1: would be understanding Numenera and one would be crafting Numenera to think about what's possible
0: like understanding Numenera just like because if it's possible then it's possible to build something out of it so I think yeah he's just going for like the understanding so give me a 15
1: understanding Numenera and this is cognitive, so you will be hindered by a step, so it's 18. 18,
0: 15, 12, 9, roll that straight, 6. You're not, not sure. You can't think of anything off the top of your head that could do that. Hmm. But maybe. I'm sure there's a museum up there. Daly says aloud suddenly after an hour or two. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they have tickets? <laughs> or if not will Jesse- No, hold on. We gotta fix the Guardians first, so. Yeah. We gotta yeah. go to the bar and, first. Uh,
3: do you think that those, like engineering gangsters had something to do with the, uh, the impressive engineering.
0: (laughs) The stone burners? Uh, maybe. Because something I was thinking about, but I couldn't, like, think of a specific thing was, like, carving away material. Because, like, you see how there's, like, no, like, holes or anything? Any quarries or mines or whatever? Like, so how do they get the material up there? Maybe they burned away the stone up top, and then the stone burners are, like, Leftovers of the original engineers, which we be kind of fucked up, because like, why are they leftovers and criminals
3: now? Probably because the queen hated it. All comes back to the queen. Everything is back to the fucking queen. May she, whatever I'm supposed to say. May she, and then
0: Dilly looks around, chuckle her butt off.
3: <gasps>
0: <gasps> and Dilly kind of like <laughs> gets beat red and just like, I don't know, <laughs> this way.
1: Race's mouth drops, like, what the fuck? And, like, Race walks over to you. It's just like, Dilly, I am a patient man. (laughs) And, you know, I defer to your expertise, but shut your goddamn
0: mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Race, we've been seeing a lot of shit recently.
2: Literally. The Queen
0: kind of tried to kill Nix.
2: Kill or capture. And all
0: of us, actually.
2: No, I think it's Eh, capture. Why not both? Both. Both. Is it dead
0: or alive?
1: So Chacha is dead or alive. Nyx is technically dead or alive, but there's a bonus for bringing in all of her family. alive. Mm.
3: Yeah, the queen kidnapped my uh, family and sent Queen's guards after me. And
0: uh... Yeah, I'm not saying she hasn't done a lot of good stuff in her past and we all wouldn't be here without her. But right now, she is not the leader we need or deserve. So she can <laughs> juggle it. Brace almost, imp-
1: it's impulsively like he attempts to slap you across the face.
2: Oh, all right. That's this is awesome.
0: Do you try to dodge it or
2: Aster comes out? Contested roll, do it.
0: Yeah, I think Dilly will try to dodge it. Okay, give me a speed defense roll of 15. 15.
2: Ugh. Is Dilly gonna get the taste smacked out of his mouth?
0: We'll see. <laughs> I'm rolling it straight, I got two.
2: Nix will take that. Oh, yeah. <gasps> But like, how? I want a description. Right on the abs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
1: Dilly's not that. True. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like are you just gonna st- like face get your face slapped instead? Get your biceps? I feel slapped? like race probably wound up.
0: It's Nix versus race. Like I feel like Nix could fucking catch it.
2: But she has to take. Yeah, the hit. Yeah, but she didn't
0: decide to do mm-hmm. that.
2: Takes the hit.
0: So,
1: Nix, yeah, you get a smack across the face, and I guess you're kind of stepping in place. He's like, oh, shit, Nix, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hit you.
3: Yeah, we don't hit each other here, Race. Just sort of a, a rule that we have. But uh, I understand that you are a staunch supporter of the Queen and that what Dilly says is probably, like, deeply unusual for you and probably disconcerting and very uncomfortable, and I am sorry for that.
1: He's he's talking about Juggling at the same time. And try to be
2: like making juggling motions right behind Nick's. Like, something you should know about us is that
3: we don't have like a whole lot to lose. We have already lost virtually everything. And a lot of it is due to the fact that I have a 5,000 chin (laughs) bounty on my head for me and my entire family.
1: Yeah, I I get that, Nick. I'll tell you what. I'll take first watch. All you go to sleep. I need some time to myself.
3: Nick's ain't really sleeping. Nick's Nick's is heading over to the fucking poop trench after it's, you know. Got like a decent amount
1: <laughs> of, of poop in
3: it. And she's gonna sit in the tree. Oh no, there's no tree, it's planes.
1: You're doing a separate watch. So basically, after everybody else has gone poop, you're gonna go over there and set up a watch.
3: Yeah. But she's also keeping an eye on race because if he turns them into the queen. Okay.
1: Yeah. So when you get over to check out, like the thing, like get into your position, you smell rotten meat again.
3: Immediately. Nix next will next run over there.
1: There is a circle of intestines with a liver in the center. And the intestines are twisted into neat shapes, like they've been carefully laced there. And that's where we'll end this episode.
2: Ba, ba, ba. Dun, dun, dun.
1: So this felt like a Nick's heavy episode. So um, stay something about this episode.
2: Ooh, I did
3: talk a lot, didn't I? Detective Nick's not figuring shit out. <laughs> I, I I liked the moment with race
2: about the poop. Yes,
3: but that was last episode. What?
2: What?
0: No, it was this episode.
2: Yeah, that was this ep- We pooped
0: in this episode.
2: Remember? It was a major moment. But Nick's watched Race finish his shit last
3: episode. <laughs> oh. So. Oh. Right. <laughs> we actually. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just just the moment with Race and then Dilly's random fucking facts about Beaudreau. We were cracking me up. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was good. That was very good. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusion. That's when we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Oh, shit. <laughs> Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out?
0: I would offer the listeners an XP to check out uh, a thing that's marketed as a video game, but it's really more of like a virtual pop-up book. There's this video game, I'm just going to say that for lack of better terminology, called Genesis Noir. It is a very, like, artsy kind of art deco, I guess, point-and-click kind of audiovisual experience. Visually, imagine if that Blue Rhapsody segment from Fantasia 2000 was, like, an interactive story thing. But this isn't so much a game as it is, like, an audiovisual experience. You are following this entity column who has witnessed the murder or the incoming murder of his ex from a gunshot. And so you are following this entity as he like jumps into the like bang of the pistol. And that bang is the big bang and it's the creation of the universe. And you need to somehow like stop the creation of the universe so that you can save your ex-girlfriend. Very weird kind of concept, but it's visually beautiful. This is again, not a game. Your the hardest challenge is basically like finding what part of the uh, screen to click next to advance the story. But the feel of it, again, just the audio-visual feedback of, like, clicking things is so engaging. Not a very long game. You can finish it in a weekend, but it's so just uh, visually and auditorily beautiful. It's very much like a very engaging, like, pop-up book. So it's that kind of thing. The May- hardest part, I think, is, like, maybe a memory game that happens, like, way late in the game. But then mm-hmm. there's other parts where you're just, like, making music or, like, feeling like you're ma- making music in, like, the city. There's this other part where you're, like, dancing across the universe with, like, all of human consciousness.
3: Nice. It's a very
0: strange, again, not game, but very strange game. As of recording, I believe it's free on Xbox Game Pass. Otherwise, it's about, like, it can't be more than 20 bucks on, like, Steam or something. Again, not a game. This isn't going to, like, challenge you skillfully, but... It sounds like it's an experience. It is an experience and well worth the time. So, yeah, that's uh, Genesis Noir. Very cool. It's a very cool little thing.
1: And if people wanted to tell us what they think of Genesis Noir or the podcast, how would they do that,
0: Samson? Oh, shit. Well, our website, ExplorersWanted.fm, it's a good place to start. On there, you can find our socials. On Twitter, we are at ExplorersWanted. On Instagram Facebook, we're at ExplorersWantedPodcast. Or if you want to hang out with us, I guess, more directly, we have a Discord, ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Come hang out. We've got cool channels, talk about movies and video games and plants and animals and shit. Also, if you'd like to support us financially and it is within your means, patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted is the place to go. Or use our Dice affiliate code with Dice and get 10% off your order. Get cool dice, support us, support them, support everybody.
1: If you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Honestly, the best thing you could do for us is tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts. And we actually have a new one of those. Stace, could you tell us about that?
3: I sure could. So, Twelfth Frost rated us five stars via Apple Podcasts and said, Definitely not worth anywhere near one star. If I could give more than five stars, I would. I recently finished binging the entire playlist after wanting something that fell out of the usual D&D AP podcast out there. I was iffy on the setting and the system, but this was the podcast that sold me on both. GM and players both weave such an engaging story that's had me rolling on the floor in stitches and also curled up in a corner weeping like a broken child. Same. Same, honestly. (laughs) The cliffhangers are well thought out and had me screaming for more right away. I've enjoyed Explorers Wanted so much so far that it's inspired me to purchase the Numenera Discovery and Destiny slipcase set and I'm already starting to work on stuff for my own ninth world campaign. Nice. Thank you for the entertainment. I hope it goes on for a long time yet. Hell yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And I got to say, so, um, when we, when we decided to do this podcast, like our main goal was just to, to spread our love of Numenera and, and get it out there. So fact that this has inspired 12th Frost to purchase Numenera and work on a, a campaign is amazing. Yeah. So thank you for leaving this review and rating us five stars. And I hope you continue to listen for a long time yet. Awesome.
1: And if you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, I can tell that you're hurting and I want to help. Those feelings, they're like a poison inside of you. And the first step is to get them out. Fill a glass with warm, Lightly salted water place that on the table next to a large serving bowl. Now take a sheet of paper preferably unlined and place it at the bottom of the bowl. Take three slow sips of water and then say what you are feeling to the dark air while drawing the sigil of a suruludu. The first tremors in your belly will be alarming, but tough it out as your stomach churns and your gorge rises, bend over the bowl carefully. Collect all the ropes of tangled flesh that speed from your mouth and into the dish. It's very important that nothing lands outside the bowl. When it's done and you can feel the sagging, deflated sack of your now empty abdomen, rejoice. For you are now free. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik,
0: A-N-D-R-L-I-K. If
3: you want to find me, just come to our Discord. I have a Twitter as a lie.
0: <laughs> I'm more of an car boy myself. And I'm at Slime Potato.
2: I was worried this was going to turn into one of those, you know, five to ten pants toxic poop in the body commercial. I'm Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with the Unicorn, Twitch. you all are missing out on the YouTube <laughs> ads. I'm just saying.
1: Well, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And
2: bye! bye. bye.